Okay, so this is another episode of Unmasked by Bocanegra Club. I'm Josh Bocanegra, your host. It's Thursday, May 6th. We had the Masquerade 7 on May 1st. And on this episode, I'm going to read reviews. Um, Some of these reviews come from uh, just a a variety of different sites. So um, I'll read the negative ones, I'll read the positive ones, and... I will respond to um, a few of them at random. Um, I, I I just have my computer in front of me. I'm just going to pull out different pages with comments. And uh, I don't have anything that I've picked out uh, specifically. So this is kind of going to be, you know, as always, unscripted, unrehearsed, unedited. And uh, just going to go and uh, read some. Uh, before I start, though, my overall opinion about the masquerade six was overall positive um i think it's probably one of the best ones we've done yet um anyone who has gone to poco negro club events in the past would know that there's a lot of upgrades that we've done um since the previous ones and a lot of changes as well it should well i should mention for new members or people who haven't come to uh, an event before that i think you know to 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 sort of give you a bird's eye view of where i'm coming from i uh my experience is in the technology world and in the technology world what you do when you build a company is you first have a startup before you have a startup you have an what's called an MVP, a minimum minimum viable product. Um, and of course, before that, you have an idea. Broken Negro Club started as an MVP, and a minimum viable product is basically something that has enough of what you're trying to offer that you can start testing with users. And in this case, it's not users, it's, it's members. This is typically done with mobile apps, but it's a really interesting structure, and it's very similar to the scientific method where you make a hypothesis and then you do some testing and you make a theory and then you test that and keep on going from there. So my mindset comes from a gradual, you know, gradual process to create something very strong eventually. You know, what you do is you, 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 again, you, you try something, test, and then you tweak, you try it, you test it, you tweak it, and then you make it better and better and better. With that being said, um, Broken Negro Club has always been trying new things and improving other things. So what ends up happening is in each event, we introduce some new things. For example, at the Masquerade 7, we introduced an open bar. Since the beginning, we've always done BYOB. We thought that was great, but we wanted to try an open bar because we also um, send a feedback form to all members to ask them what they thought about different parts of their experience at the event. And a lot of what we've been hearing has suggested that we should try an open bar. And so that was one of the new things that we've tried. Another thing that we've tried um, at the Mass Grade 7 is um, taking phones. You know, we want to offer maximum security and privacy and Therefore, we, uh, upon listening to our previous attendees, we decided to make that happen. There's a few other things that we've done differently at the Mass Grade 7 than we have in the past. But 
along with that comes the changes. And whenever there's a new change or just something brand new that we're trying, then there's going to be, it's bound to have some uh, flaws, perhaps. Um, Sometimes there isn't. But I would say, arguably, a lot of times there are in, in some in some way, in some shape, some way, form or another. Man, I totally said that wrong, but whatever. Again, this is unedited. Maybe it should be edited moving forward. But um, with that being said, these reviews, I, I am, I'm, I'm reading fully from that mindset of, you know, I expect some people to love some of the things we do, some people to appreciate some of the changes uh, or the upgrades we've made, and I expect some people to have mixed reviews about some of the new things we introduce. So I welcome all the reviews, um, as long as they're fair and they're not necessarily an ad hominem attack or anything like that. Um, Even so, it's like, you know, whatever, like, what are you going to do, you know, Um, especially on the internet. Um, So just wanted to give that overall um, background of where I'm coming from. And I think that, look, you know, I, I, I think with this outlook, you know, uh, there is going to be some collateral damage, so, you know, so to speak, where, you know, in the process, I might lose some people because, you know, we're just not there yet. But I think eventually those people will return once enough people get to experience um, or, or I guess have even better experiences. And, and as a name um, spreads more beyond California, um, as I may have mentioned in past episodes, you know, Number one, we're thinking about the next 10 years. We're not thinking about the next few months only. Number two, we're not only thinking about California. We're thinking about the entire world. And it's not just an ambitious goal. I think it's a, a realistic goal. And um, since day one, that's that's been on my mind. So anyways, to the reviews. So I'm going to go and uh, read one thing that someone uh, wrote here now. Some of these reviews are really long, so I might just stop at certain points here and not read the whole thing just for the sake of time. Um, Let's see. Uh, I'm just skimming through something here so I can get to the point. Um, I'll just start here. One review said, the invite said the event starts at 9 and suggested arriving by 10. So we Ubered to the event and arrived around 9.30. When we got out, of the car we were told by security that we were still setting up and to wait outside for 20 minutes 20 minutes became 30 minutes became 40 minutes a crowd of maybe 15 to 20 people was now gathered outside finally after 10 p.m they let us in so this is part of a change that we made we never had two security guards um and at the last one we didn't have any security guards there's a lot of reasons for this, um, especially, well, I'll, I'll say for one, um, the best security wasn't uh, available to do our event last time. Um, and also, I believe because of COVID, they weren't allowed to. This time they were. And so um, this is also our first time working with this particular uh, agency that we got into security from. And so that's one thing. Um, security had it took a while to set up. 
um, and we were also uh, still setting up inside as we were trying to get the performers ready for the show, which was another new thing that we've uh, done. Um, we had a performance in the Masquerade 6, but the Masquerade 7 was the first time that it was a very, uh, it was a more orchestrated performance, although I'll get to that soon, but we also had new performers and they weren't familiar with how things should go. And so we really wanted to take time to try to get that right as possible, while at the same time trying to make sure we get people in as fast as possible. And unfortunately, the best that we could have done was at 10 p.m. Um, so, you know, I would say that we were still on time, um, as I suggested in the email. Um, we suggested to arrive by 10 o'clock. And this person in particular said that they arrived around 9.30. And they admit that, you know, quote, finally after 10 p.m. they let us in. So I believe we were still on time. Um, but still, it would have been nice if you didn't have to wait at all, you know. Um, security also, along with that change for security, um, we introduced consent forms. This protects everybody. And it also reminds everyone too, especially single men or just anyone really that consent is really important and consent forms take a little bit more than just, you know, a few seconds to sign. And if someone wants to read them um, with their partner, then they'll take a few seconds and then they'll sign it and then they'll give their phone. Again, that's a new thing that we did this time. And so all these little steps do take a little bit more time on top of us trying to set up for the performances um, that we had for the evening. So, yeah, that's, uh, I think moving forward, we're, you know, 100% mindful of that. And I think that we're going to be able to make things move uh, a lot faster. So, let's see here. I'm going to continue reading. Uh, coat check was great. The check-in process was smooth. Um, we walk to the bar and attempt to order champagne. The bartender tells us there's no champagne. The only options were white and red wine. Um, if I mentioned that there was champagne, then that was just my mistake. Um, champagne is offered to the VIP guests in the VIP tables. Um, that's just simply my mistake. Um, again, the open bar is entirely new for us. We bought um, two giant bottles of the most popular liquors that we can think of, including red wine and white wine. And um, both of the VIP uh, sections had champagne. So um, I have to look at that again to see if I did mention champagne. If, if, if we did, then that is just a mistake on our end. Um, again, it's not necessarily an excuse, but just to offer context, the reason why we would miss something so simple like that is because the open bar was, well, it comes with a lot of moving parts. Um, and that's just simply something that we just couldn't accommodate, I guess, you know. Um, but I think next time, um, I think it's worth having some champagne. So we'll, we'll do that next. All right, moving on. Um, okay. Yeah, so here, uh, this reviewer uh, mentioned something that I want to mention too. Uh, he goes on to say, or she, 
goes on to say, but inside there was basically nowhere to sit except for a few reserved VIP tables facing a piece of uh, furniture where a topless girl was. Uh, one second, I lost my place here. Oops, I don't I don't know where this went. Um, okay, so it's otherwise it was standing only. Um, the only non-VIP seating was outside in the back. Okay, so fair enough. The house um, was big enough. The crowd that we was expecting was more than we thought. So we didn't think that we would have as many people and therefore we didn't plan for a bigger house. We also didn't plan for as much rooms. And I think, although it seems obvious now, I think moving forward, we will plan for more people than usual, just in case. Um, to give you some perspective, last time we were expecting, you know, X amount of single girls. And then we got like maybe 50% of those that actually came. Others came, you know, way later. Um, and so, but the last house was a lot bigger. So we didn't really have that problem. This house, we thought, well, we had a big house last time, but not enough. It was almost too much space. And then this time we try to, you know, reduce the space, but then we had more people. So it's just like, oh my gosh, you know, it's like, we, it's just a tricky problem to solve. But, um, you know, and keep in mind, we don't do the same house um, every time. So sometimes, you know, it's hard to uh, gauge uh, what that's going to look like in terms of how, how much the crowd is going to be. Because a lot of times um, we do sell out a week before and we still get people wanting to pay more to buy tickets last minute. And we let them in because um, if we can, we will. But if, if we absolutely can't, then, you know, we can't. But we thought that we had enough room in the house. So that's, uh, that, that's the reasoning for, no, for, for not having too much space. Um, there was a back area that did have space and there were a lot of people there. We had a fireplace there so it can keep people warm. Um, but still, it, it wasn't ideal for the amount of people that were there. Um, this person didn't mention the playrooms, um, I believe. Uh, just skimming through. But, um, but I know that others mentioned playrooms as being uh, disappointing because there weren't enough of them. And again, that goes back to the... Um, they're not expecting so many people. Now, what's tricky, though, is we wanted a space where people can feel like they can leave their belongings and be completely secure, um, especially if they bring expensive you know, toys and props. We wanted to have a, an area, not just a closet, but an entire area that was being watched by the person who did, who did the coat check. Um, and we didn't have that available before. So in this event, we decided to use one of the rooms downstairs to offer that area for our members. And our areas took advantage of it. We had um, you know, plenty of people who wanted to leave things there and they felt safe knowing that there was a room dedicated just for that. However, that was at risk of, well, that, was, that basically made it to where now we had one less room available. 
And uh, I think moving forward, we, we do have some ideas on how to change that. Again, you know, every house is different, but we are going to pay close attention to how to make that work. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, you know, some of the playrooms were just just not enough. You know, um, I heard some things about um, people sitting on the beds and talking and, you know, not essentially giving space for others to go on a bed. And that's unacceptable. I think it would be um, common courtesy uh, for, if you know, if a couple or anyone is on a bed, if they're not doing anything, they should probably you know, get off the bed and go somewhere else to talk. So um, that's something that I can deal with. And, 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 and you know, th- there are some ideas to make it to where people aren't necessarily encouraged to talk on the bed. For instance, the music was downstairs, but the house didn't have um, speakers upstairs. We weren't told that at first, and so we didn't bring speakers for upstairs. And I think because there was there was uh, room to talk, um, people talked in some of the rooms. However, a lot of these rooms were packed and filled with people playing. Let's just put that out there too. Um, there was only about like a few, you know, maybe 30 minutes or so where some people will sit in a bed after they were done playing and will talk and wasn't necessarily mindful of others. So um, I, I, almost everyone um, played, you know, and I'm... <laughs> Uh, it's odd to say this, but I'm proud of that because I'm, I'm I'm happy that they are having a good time, you know. So, yeah, I think, look, I don't want to make this audio too long. Um, let me just quickly look through some things here. Um, by the way, um, some of these uh, comments or some of the things that I mentioned are from the feedback form that we sent out to members too, such as the playroom stuff. Um, and I forgot what else I mentioned. And some of these are coming from what I'm reading online uh, from people. So let me just look at this. I want to try to address some of the main things. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, I uh, I think that is mostly it. I, I think other comments really come from a core um, frustration with price. I think that, um, you know, if, if you believe that we charge too much out already before even entering the club, then there's already a bias there. Almost, It's almost like any wrong move is going to definitely trigger... Um, where you're already heading in the first place, which is being frustrated. And I understand that. I understand that when, if you think something costs a lot, but you want to give it a chance um, and you feel like it wasn't more than what you paid for, or at least from your perspective, um, that you will feel disappointed and frustrated. But, you know, honestly, I, I think I will have to stand pretty firm on this. We're not going to lower the price. We do think the experience is worth the money. In fact, we think it's worth more, and we intend to increase the price moving forward. We are still in a stage where we're uh, testing new things, 
but we're listening to members. We're um, we're doing upgrades every thirty days, essentially every single event. We do an upgrade on what members say they feel can be better, and I think that type of service, the type of event, and the type of frankly the type of crowd. I think we have excellent members and and just interesting people that come is worth way more than the three hundred dollar price point. And um, if it's too much, I understand, but there's plenty of other clubs for that. And I would just invite you to go to those other clubs and only come perhaps to a Boca Negra Club event for a special occasion, you know, just like you would for like a high-end restaurant, you know. Um, so anyways, I don't want to make this too long. Um, for those who came, thank you so much. It was great having you guys. Um, the Mass Grade 8 is coming soon. And I hope to see you then. Until next time, I'm Josh, and thanks for listening.